Hello everyone, it's your girl Kira the Healer and you are now listening to Mystic Mommy Podcast. So today we're going to get into a really cool topic. Um, It's Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine um, that we're going to be talking about today. I know I spoke before um, in the past that I'm, or I think it was the last episode, that I am taking a course in um, herbal uh, to be a master herbalist. Um, so I kind of got some cool insight and information and I decided to go ahead and deep dig a little bit deeper from what I learned just to give you guys this episode. Um, but to start off, I am hoping everyone is well. I'm wishing everyone um, good health and, you know, it's very dark times right now. Uh, I know there's a lot of um, not only just illness, but depression and anxiety going on right now. Um, I am definitely a hermit, but at the same time, I love nature. Um, So this has been very difficult. Um, I do work at a vet clinic, uh, but I was told to stay home for the past two weeks and work from home. So it's been very difficult uh, not being able to get out and go into nature and go to the park and just all those little things that we once we're doing every single day. I just never realized how much I took it for granted. Um, Nonetheless, I hope everyone is well out there. Um, If anybody's spirits are feeling down, I can definitely administer some distant Reiki if you're interested. Um, I can also give you a sound bath or um, guided meditation. If you're interested, you can um, hit me up on Instagram uh, and that's at M-Y-S-T-I-C dot M-A-M-I dot uh, podcast, P-O-D-C-E-S-T. So that's at mystic period, mommy period podcast. Uh, you can also hit me on Gmail and I'm at Shakira dot the dot healer at gmail.com. So you can hit me either way um, so that I can, you know, if you need Reiki, if you need uh, any kind of distant healing or anything, I'm your girl. Okay. So uh, let's get into this episode. Um, First, I do want to go ahead and promote my giveaway. It's up on my Instagram page. I made a a self-love spiritual bath in a jar, and I am giving it away to one lucky winner. And um, I'm closing this on Wednesday. So that's Wednesday, April 1st will be the last day that you can go ahead um, and you know, enter for this giveaway, which who wouldn't want free stuff, right? It's so cool. Um, It's on my page and all you have to do is follow me, uh, like the picture and tag two of your friends in the picture. And once again, that's mystic.mommy.podcast on Instagram. So go ahead and um, go ahead and enter yourself in that giveaway. So remember, it closes this Wednesday. So, um, like I, I normally do, I did the card of the day and I decided to do a tarot pool today. Um, and I got an inverted 10 of swords and the 10 of swords, basically when they're reversed, um, it means that it is time for a fresh start in life. Um, you cannot accept, accept things, uh, for how they are anymore. You're just basically fed up and, um, It means to take action and just stop imagining how you want your life to be and go ahead and just take charge and do what it is that you want to do. Um, Also, it could represent um, that there is a fresh start, but worry and anxiety keeps about the past is, you know, creeping up on it, on you. Um, However, the first part definitely 
what I interpret it for it for me is definitely um, I need a fresh start. <laughs> I think uh, staying cooped up in this house has definitely made me feel like um, I had to change things and made me realize a whole lot in my life. But um, nonetheless, let's move on for that. Um, from that. So um, we're going to get into, like I said, Chinese and Ayur Ayurvedic medicine. And um, so this medicine is completely different from Western medicine, like what we practice here um, in America. Um, Chinese and Ayurveda tends to take a more holistic approach when they're treating patients, um, the practitioners. So most of the treatments and cures uh, that are used to you know, uh, treat someone is to help balance energies rather than treat a specific illness. Um, so for example, here, if you have high blood pressure, uh, the doctor would recommend you take high blood pressure meds and then um, any side effects you get from the blood pressure, then you have to take medication for the side effects and then medication for your side effects and side effects. So with this is just, let's fix the energy imbalance and that's going to fix the physical illness or symptoms that you're experiencing. Um, so the cure to the illness, one must fix the imbalance. So the cool part is that both have their own system when it comes to treatment, um, and they are all very similar. Um, <clears throat> so I'm sorry, traditional Chinese medicine dates back to uh, 2500 B.C., and in Chinese medicine, qi is the ultimate life force, or some people call it qi. Um, I think it's qi energy. So please, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing, uh, mispronouncing it, but I'm going to call it qi. So qi is the ultimate life force, and it flows throughout our body and circulates through our bloodstream. The food we eat, what we drink, the air we breathe is all affected by qi. And the balance in qi impacts our well-being. In traditional Chinese medicine, there are 12 meridians that are um, in our body where the qi energy flows through and uh, divides us by yin and yang. So everyone has these meridians inside of their body. Um, <clears throat> for example, categorized as yin in our arms, uh, we have the lung, the heart, the membrane enclosing the heart, which is known as the pericardium. Um, so these meridians, right? are located in our body. It's just going to be two arms and two legs. And that is where the chi energy flows. It flows through, right? Um, so as yang located in our arms, we have the triple burners uh, and then the small and large intestines. And then categorized as yin, which is located in one of our legs, is the meridian for the liver, spleen, and kidneys. And then categorized as yangs located in our leg is the meridian for the stomach and the gallbladder. Um, so there are also eight, <coughs> sorry, eight <laughs> extraordinary meridians and they store the chi life force energy. Uh, they are, so they are yin and yang, which is a linking vessel. So mind you, the meridians, um, the chi flows throughout our body, right? Um, the 12 meridians and the extraordinary um, meridians store the actual life force. So then the yin and yang heel vessel, the governing and penetrating vessel, and then the conception and girdle vessel. Um, so let's talk about yin and yang because um, everyone thinks it's just, you know, when you see that little sign, people don't really know what it is. Um, like they, you know, they're like, oh, positive and negative, but like they think that the negative is really bad. But um, 
I remember having this conversation with someone a long time ago. Um, they were like that they're always positive. They're always exuberating, you know, positivity. And they're such a positive person. But I said, in, there always has to be negative. In order for balance in the world, in the universe, and in a person, there has to be balance. There has to be negative. There has to be positive. No one can be positive all the time. Um, and we got into our little debate, but I, I strongly uh, like feel that someone has to have negativity in order to be positive. There's always going to be some negativity in you. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be in like a bad connotation or anything like that. Um, so let's, like I said, let's talk about yin and yang. Um, it comes from Taoist philosophy that there are two cosmic forces, which are the positive and negative forces. Yin is a negative female cold dark force, and that is represented by water. And yang is the positive male hot light and is represented by fire. Um, so yin and yang in our body, right? Um, for yin, the internal inside, like inside of your body, the lower front area, including all of your fluids and blood in the body are considered yang. However, um, the upper outer regions of your body are considered yang. Um, and they are the per they are perfect despite the fact that one is negative and the other is positive. When they are both balanced in us, we are healthy and we're one with ourself. Um, when they are out of balance, they present themselves as physical illnesses. So let's dig a little bit deeper into like traditional Chinese medicine. Um, they believe that there are five elements, and with these five elements, you can also determine someone's element by their personality. Um, these elements are also used to determine which medicinal route you would go if there's a medical issue. Um, and these elements are associated with the body parts. So I'm not going to really get into like the herb part of it or too deep into it. But I do want to talk about like energy because I'm an energy worker, a light worker, whatever you want to call me. Um, call me a bitch too. Just kidding. Don't call me that. Um, but these elements are all... <sighs> Let me stop stuttering. These elements, um, when there is a imbalance in these elements, it presents itself as a physical illness. So a lot of people think like, I have a disease, this disease popped up because it's genetics or whatever the case. And don't get me wrong, because I am, I definitely believe in science and everything. Um, but Yes, uh, things can be passed down through genetics. However, I feel like it rears itself or you become sick when you have these imbalances in your energy. And I mean, I'm a Reiki practitioner, so I don't think it would make sense for me not to believe in energy um, imbalances. But um, anyway, the five elements in traditional Chinese medicine um, is... Fire, water, wood, metal, and earth. Those people who are associated with earth tend to be loyal, caring, sweet, dependable. They love to be around other people. Um, however, they have a tendency to binge or overeat and fixate um, as well as overworry about things. The organ associated with this um, would be the spleen. So if... Um, <clears throat> If you were having, uh, let's see, people who are like earths, um, who are more earth, they tend to have those problems when they are imbalanced. Like um, when they have an imbalance, it would be like problems associated with their spleen. Um, and then those associated with fire, their personality is more like uh, they lack confidence. 
They are attention seekers. They don't like to be alone and they're moody, uh, like their moods can fluctuate. They are worry warts and sentimental. Um, <clears throat> the organ associated with fire is the heart and triple network, um, which makes sense. Like when you get heartburn, it's burn, it's like fire, right? Um, those associated with water um, are independent, articulate, bright, enlightenment seekers. They like to be mysterious. Um, however, they can also be critical, paranoid, and fearful. They're fearful. <laughs> the organ associated is the kidney, which makes sense again, because um, if you think about it, the kidneys are like a, um, they function to remove all the toxins out of our body. So it, to me, it just makes sense. Um, and those associated with metal. Sorry, I'm sipping my tea. I got a really cool a yogi tea today. I decided not to do one of my own blends because um, I had this old ass box of yogi and these uh, the quarantine snacks. I'm just breaking them all out. So this is a very old box. And it says, um, so yogi teas have those little quotes. And on it, it says, when the dawn of simplicity comes into life, com comes in life, complications leave. I love that. It's beautiful. Okay, so those associated with metal are flexible, well-disciplined, gloomy, detached, domineering, and possessive. And then the organ associated is the lung. Those associated with wood are organized, disciplined, thrill-seekers. They love to plan stuff out, logical. However, they get angry very easily. They yell a lot, and they can be very stressed. Um, so keep in mind that everyone can definitely be more than one element. Um, we all have those elements in us. However, one is more dominant than all the others. And when imbalance occurs, the practitioner um, usually uses herbs or some techniques to heal the imbalance in order for us to be healthy um, so that the balance flows out in an even distribution. So I, I like uh, traditional Chinese medicine. I've always wanted to get into like... Um, acupuncture. And when I first started getting into my spiritual enlightenment uh, journey, I um, I had an ex who used to be a Taoist. So he told me a little bit about it. Um, back then when I was like, that was back when I was doing Wicca. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know much about it, but um, after we separated and I started going on my journey, I um, started like learning more and I started reading uh, more philosophy books. And I it was beautiful. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff I learned. So very interesting. I love like energy healing and, um, you know, not going to the hospital to poke yourself up with a bunch of needles and taking a bunch of pills to fix something just to have another problem. So, um, I definitely feel like energy, proper food, sun, I feel like water that can all definitely aid in treatment. Some people don't believe that. Um, so like I said, let's move on to Ayurveda, which date back to a range of 5,000 years ago. And this practice came from the Himalayan mountains and was taught by Rishis. And Rishis were very enlightened and wise practitioners um, and teachers. According to Ayurvedic medicine, we are made from cosmos and stars. Oh, sorry, we are made from the cosmos and stardust, and the cosmos is composed of five elements. And the five elements are earth, water, fire, air, and ether. So just like when we were talking about traditional Chinese medicine and elements, when an imbalance occurs, that's a physical illness. Uh, sorry. Blah, blah, blah. When an imbalance occurs, that's when physical illness presents itself. 
So I have a list of all the elements and their characteristics and the organs associated with it. And these elements are related to everything in our physical, um, in our physical world, <clears throat> our physical and mental world. Uh, and over or a under um, balance in these attributes, attributes <laughs> is how an illness can be healed. It would just need to be balanced out with the um, opposite quality. So characters associated with, um, oh, I didn't even get into it. So the five, um, sorry, the five elements are um, water, earth, air, fire, and then ether. So the characteristics associated with water or in Sanskrit is called apas, is associated with the spring. Um, the organs associated with apas is the tongue and our perception of taste, as well as the urethra. The, urethra. the characteristics of those who are um, who have water qualities are dull, moist, heavy, smooth, stable, glowing, soft, cloudy, and cool. The water's duties um, is to protect the mucous membranes, the nerves, joints, and res uh, respiratory system. Characters that are associated with the earth, um, earth, or you can call it prithvi, and it's associated with the late winter and early spring. With the and it's the organ, sorry, the organs that associated with is the nose and rectum, and it's associated with our sense of smell. The characteristics of earths are rough, heavy, stable, cool, clear, hard, dense, dry, and yes, that's it. <laughs> Earth, Earth's duties is to protect the body from movement as well as the heart. I'm sorry, as well as heat. And its stability is the foundation for cell and tissue growth and body. I know y'all like this bitch cannot read. I promise you I can read. <clears throat> I promise you I can read. Okay. The characteristics associated with air. Air is also called Vayu in Sanskrit. And it's associated with autumn, the sense of touch. And the organs associated is the skin in our hands. The characteristics are subtle, hard, sharp, light, cool, dry, rough, clear, mobile, and flowing. Vayu's duty is to allow the circulation of blood in our body and allow the air to flow through our body and lungs. This is um, Vayu's duty is also to promote joint movement and the impulses of nerves. Um, the characteristics associated with fire. Um, so just keep in mind when I'm saying the characteristics. Uh, that subtle, hot, dry flowing. So <clears throat> if you're having, let's say, for an example, fire is Tejas. So if you're having an imbalance in Tejas, they're going to use something different um, to balance it out. So if you're having, uh, let's say, um, light. So light is a characteristic. Um, in order to balance light, you would need dark as well. So it's just the opposing characteristic you would include in it. Um, in your healing technique. So the characteristics of, sorry, um, fire to has is associated with summer and is the perception of sight. The organs associate are associated, of course, are the eyes, the feet, which allows us to react to what we see. The characteristics of fire are subtle, hot, dry, flowing, sharp, light, soft, rough, and clear. Teha's duty is also to spark our intellect and promote digestion, as well as flow, I'm sorry, as well as allow us to decipher what we see and uh, what we allow to, sorry, and allows us to feel sunlight and touch. Oh my gosh. I literally sit here and write these podcasts, so I don't know why I'm stuttering. 
so much today. So it's definitely an imbalance in me somewhere. I'm going to have to work on it when I get off. Um, the characteristics associated with ether. Um, ether is also known as Akasha. That's such a beautiful name. I, I, if I had a daughter, I would probably name her Akasha. Beautiful. Ether or Akasha, which means emptiness, nothingness, and space. It is, it is associated with the winter and the organ of the ear and mouth. The characteristics of Kasha are light, expansive, subtle, cold, immobile, and omnipresent. Akasha physically in the body is empty and hollow spaces like the lungs, blood vessel, and digestive organs in the bladder. Now, along with the elements um, in Ayurvedic medicine is also something called the doshas. And there's three doshas, which are kapha, pitha, and vata. Doshas are energies that not only live in all of us, but it lives also in the matter that is all around us. The doshas describe different personalities of people. And just like in uh, traditional Chinese medicine, like we spoke about earlier, um, it helps us determine imbalances in uh, where the illnesses are. And they also influence, influence us physically and emotionally. Um, so just like in traditional Chinese medicine is just like someone's personality that we're going to talk about. Um, so people who were like Kafa would be a certain way. Uh, same with um, Pita and Vata. So like I said, if there was um, th basically is going to say like, oh, a person is this characteristic. If they are imbalanced, they'll be more like this. Um, so I mean, you should also feel free to tell me which one you think you are, which dosha. Um, of course, we have all three, but there's always going to be something that's more predominant, which, you know, helps determine our personality. Um, so kapha is made of water and earth. And people who are predominantly kapha have great stamina. They're usually laid back. They handle stress easily. They're conservative. They like routine, have a great physique, and they love comfort. Uh, whenever a kapha is experiencing an imbalance, they are lethargic, fatigued, and have low depressed mood. Um, so vata is made of ether and air, and people who are predominantly vata are full of energy and enthusiasm, creative, talkative, they talk rapidly, um, and they are usually fair-skinned, slim, have dry hair and, uh, dry skin and hair. Um... Vata imbalances includes constipation, weight loss, tension, low immunity, and anxiety. Um, I was going to say I thought I was a Vata, but I see there's a lot that doesn't resonate with me. Um, I mean, but then again, if we're made up of all of these, of course, some stuff is going to stand out more than the other, um, which I definitely have low immunity. <laughs> I can say for sure. Um, like it's, I, I do a whole lot. I take echinacea every day. Um, I take zinc and everything. So like to boost my immunity, but like, I've been feeling great, but there's literally people who's not doing anything for this whole virus, like to fight it or combat it. And I'm like, I'm amazed because my immune system is not like that. I wish I did have an immune system, but for sure I don't. Um, Let's get into the next one, which is pizza. And pizza is made of fire and water. Uh, pizza is hot, oily, sharp, and change is rapid or unpredictable. Um, 
People who are predominantly pizza are articulate, competitive, sharp, energetic, warm, muscular. They have fine features and penetrating eyes. When out of balance, they have rashes, infections, problems with the liver, blood, spleen, and they experience diarrhea. So, um, now that we had wrapped up the doshas, um, so both of them, which is Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, seem very close and alike when it comes to energy imbalancing, um, as well as healing and treatment. So I know I didn't get into treatment, which if I did, it would have been like a thousand hour episode, um, only because it's all associated with herbs and everything. Um, and then there's other forms because, uh, with Chinese, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, you have things like acupuncture, you have reflexology. Um, you have so many different techniques that you can use, uh, that I just would have been going on forever. But I thought this was really cool as far as learning what the imbalances would be, um, as well as how they're able to even associate a personality with these different kinds of elements. And that's kind of like going into astrology. You have all these fancy schmancy birth charts and everything. And these birth charts basically tell you, like they drag you fulfilled. They tell you about your life, whether you like it or not. Um, I remember the first time like I started getting into astrology and learning. Um, and they just read you fulfilled. Like they tell you about your whole life and you're just like, okay, like you got to accept it. And it'd be true, but it's like the harsh reality. But um, with these, it's just like, the same thing we are also we all have these five elements but of course there's more that are more um there are some that are more predominant in us than the others um so like the these traditions use a lot of plants and herbs to treat and heal illnesses and disease um a lot of these traditions are still practiced it's just not so much in the u.s um you don't really find too many people practicing it um at least not out in the open and um, so this reminds me a lot of like Reiki and chakra healing. I know you guys are probably annoyed at me talking about Reiki, but I want to say I love Reiki so much. I like bathe in it every single day. I try to practice it at least at least once a day, every day, um, because I just I love it so much. And um, when there is physical imbalances in the chakra, right, there would also be physical and emotional symptoms that show Reiki practitioners. Um, I'm sorry, there will be emotional or physical symptoms, um, psychological symptoms that also show. And that's when Reiki practitioners use their hands. Um, I like to use stones. A lot of people like to use stones with it. Um, a lot of people use crystal grids now. I'm not on a crystal grid wave yet, but I will be soon. I'm going to start reading into those. Um, but so the stones um, to balance out the chakra when it's overloaded or it's blocked. Um, so it's almost the same concept, except for where Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine, um, they so associate the elements with imbalances rather than the chakras. Um, I think about, yeah, the last episode, like I said, I had spoke about, um, the class I'm taking to become a master herbalist. Um, and this is just so that I can expand and further my, um, healing abilities and better myself and practice and expand my knowledge in these areas. Um, just because I just want to be a better person being here in the world. And I just definitely want to help. I definitely want to be here and, you know, 
give as much knowledge that I can while I'm here or give as much healing and help that I can while I'm here. Um, however, I am wrapping up today's episode. Uh, please, guys, um, if you are interested, don't forget, you can hit me up on Gmail. Send me an email. You can hit me up on Instagram, on my DMs. Um, my Gmail is Shakira, S-H-A-K-I-R-A dot the T-H-E-E dot G, um, sorry, healer, H-E-A-L-E-R at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at mystic.mommy.podcast. And I hope you guys are staying safe out there, drinking a lot of water, drinking a lot of teas. Um, just a quick thought. Uh, if you guys want to use any herbs, definitely look out for elderberry. You can order it online. Elderberry, um, you can order zinc. Um, you can order... Um, one of my faves is echinacea and golden seal. So definitely look out for those if you need something to boost your immunity up um, during this time. And also drink lots of water. I can't stress that enough because water is just uh, it's such an underrated thing. Um, drink lots of water, flush your system out, stay healthy, keep exercising if you can. Um, even if you're doing some stretching or just some walking or something, just make sure you guys are staying active. Um, and also keep continuing to practice the social distancing and everything. But also um, take time to do some meditation to you know, focus on your mental health and everything because that's that's even more important right now, being stuck in house, getting pa- cabin fever and everything. So, <clears throat> so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, if there's any questions or if you want to reach out to me, please feel free. Don't be shy, guys. And until the next episode, I will talk to you guys later. Peace, love, and light. Mwah.